What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Serious for God Leaders Podcast. I'm Tim Alford, National Director of Serious for God and Volunteer Youth Leader at the Source Church, Malvern. I'm Dustin Rubio, Youth Pastor of Swansea City Church and Regional Leader of Wales and Southwest Midlands. And this is a conversation designed to help youth leaders connect, think, and grow. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Serious for God Leadership podcast. So glad you've joined us this month because we're starting a, a series of three episodes, which I think are going to be really helpful. We're going to look at how to do youth ministry in a small town context, how to do youth ministry in a city context, and then how to do youth ministry in an urban context. I hope three episodes that will be helpful to you where you're at. And, and this month, it is my huge pleasure, Dustin, to welcome a very special guest. His name is... Johnny Holt. Johnny Holt, welcome Thank to the Seems for God Leadership podcast. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us, tell us something about your family. Tell us something about your youth ministry. Tell us something about your role within the Serious for God leadership team as well. Yeah, um, so I'm Johnny, obviously, and uh, I'm an assistant pastor at Living Waters in Chorley, also youth pastor as well. Um, married to Rebecca, got a son two years old now, today actually, Jacob, so it's his birthday. Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, serving there for the last 16 years and just recently recently actually taken on role of uh, Serious for God Northwest coordinator so uh, that's an exciting role and something I'm really looking forward to getting stuck into over the coming years. Absolutely so while we're talking about that if you are listening and you are in a church an Elam church in the northwest of England then Johnny how can people get in touch with you to find out what's going on in the region? People can get in touch uh, contact Living Waters Church um, if you search for lwchurch.co.uk online you'll be able to find all my contact details there. Get in touch with Johnny if you're in a northwest church. Okay Johnny before we get into anymore we're going to ask you some quick fire questions are you ready for these yep okay x factor or the voice the voice jam or marmalade uh marmalade star wars or star trek star wars ant or deck deck pizza or burger pizza james or john james oh i think jesus would agree with you (laughs) (laughs) hey that was that was impressive that was quick fire that was quick fire. i know i I know i think (laughs) yeah um well, Johnny, welcome. How would you describe a small, uh, just small town young people in a small town youth ministry? Yeah, so I think this is a really interesting uh, kind of topic because when we think a small town, um, you know, that, that can really take a lot of different shapes and sizes. It can go from anything, I guess, from, you know, maybe a youth ministry of 20, 30, all the way down to working with, with two. So it does kind of throw up um some some really interesting things but young people i guess that i've had interaction with um you get a general feeling that they're together kind of throughout early high school um a togetherness like that town feel um community but then as they kind of grow and transition through high school and they start to be challenged with well what am i going to do for my future their direction maybe starts to take different um shape and they start thinking well where am i going to go so you kind of get a bit of a disengagement maybe and this is just my experience with them as they kind of transition through high school to suddenly into college where they they start to feel well actually my future lies elsewhere it lies in some of the cities it lies in what my career is going to be going to university all of the the exciting things that cities seem to draw the young people to and but that I mean some of those challenges are also I guess exciting opportunities as well in terms of how we do youth ministry and how we kind of engage with them and, and walk through life with with the young people that we're involved with. Okay, that's good. Um, so, what is uh, youth ministry? What what is what is in a small town? What does it look like? Like, what would a, a night be? What would a program throughout the week look like? Yeah, so we at uh, Living Waters, we've really tried to um, 
engage in a kind of a holistic type approach to the the youth ministry in terms of i guess in cities maybe you might have larger events um we try and make it part very much of the life of the church and the whole kind of age group the friday nights we, we've got a, a, a usual kind of we, we run every other friday at the moment um that's partly again because working with smaller numbers and the uh, some of the family dynamics that we've got with our particular group mean that we it's not really viable for us to run every week. We tend to run every other in order to capitalise on the weeks where young members are around um, and give them also opportunity. I think part of our strategy as well is that if they're going to be young people and, and that follow Jesus, they need to be able to do that in their own context as well. So we run every other Friday night with the challenge that if they're out doing their own stuff with their other mates on the opposite weekends then they've got a real opportunity to go out and impact you know, their mates for Jesus as well. So we run every other at the moment and we, we capitalise on the weeks that we're there. We'll go to trips, we'll go uh, up to other churches maybe for some of those evenings for youth events. Sometimes we're in the cafe down at church doing games and doing a, you know, maybe a study or something like that, looking, at, looking through some, some things. But it, it really takes a different, different shape each week. So let's just contrast that, Dustin, if that's all right, because you're obviously, I'm in a small town context in, in Malvern, uh, even smaller than what, what Johnny's in, I guess. You're in a big city in, in, in Swansea. How does some of the things that Johnny's described there, how do they contrast and, and differ with what your experience would be in a city? Yeah, I, I think we I think we tend to do a lot of events. There's a lot of competition as far as, not with churches and other youth groups, but as far as other other things that would get young people's attention, party party scene, um, even with young people, especially the you know 16, 17, 18 year olds, um, going down for us in Swansea, we have Wine Street, which is very you know popular for those who like to party. So some of them would try to go and sneak into uh, some of those uh, venues. So for us, it, it, we we try to make it big, explosive. It, it is it, we try to make it like it's a, something that belongs in a city. Um, we try to do it every week is, is a big thing for us because of the urgency of, well, if they're not with us, these are the places that would be attracting uh, for them. But, oh, just, yeah, very different. I think that's quite an interesting point, actually, about the thing of competing. And I, th I guess one of the mindsets for kind of a lot of youth leaders kind of working in smaller town context is that you can often feel like, do you have to compete with the city lights and all you know all this, the, the the high profile stuff that's going on there and i think the the important thing i guess to always remember when we're kind of working in our our own context is that even if you're called to small town context your calling is never small town your calling is always something that's kind of kingdom based and um that is you know the same for everyone and it's yeah. not about the the actual context the context is just is kind of an assignment and a mission mm. and um there's some really unique opportunities to working in i think small town context as opposed to what there are in cities and but vice versa there's pros and cons in well in tell us about some of those johnny what what are the unique opportunities about working in small town so i think um working in small town with that kind of maybe smaller group setting you can really kind of work relationally with the, the young people that maybe upfront presentation style youth evenings can't capitalize on as much um you've got the, the the opportunity really to to journey with the young people through life through their ups and downs through the, the trials and challenges and really just get to know them um a lot more i think that that's one opportunity you've definitely got in that kind of context um you know other ones are such as you know to be able to resource them and you know your budget maybe isn't as much but on a large scale maybe in a city you don't have the ability to be able to invest into each individual person 
where in a small context, because you're working with a smaller number of people, you can you can really invest maybe in the resources that you give them in the hand and stuff they can take away. You might be able to to be able to think creatively like that to uh, to really help them and and, sh- and guide them really on a, on their path and their journey and get alongside them in that. So that's unique opportunities. You mentioned the unique challenge earlier on where you talked about how there's a strong community, perhaps as it, the the kind of uh, earlier stages of secondary school. There's a strong community sense. But then as they begin to get into kind of college age, they start to lose that and their and their mind goes elsewhere. You said that they're starting to think about career, future, university. Mm. How have you in, in, in Chorley and in your context, small town, how have you dealt with that challenge of, I guess it's quite transient, is it? And yeah. I guess uh, you know, people don't feel as bought in. How have you tried to manage that and, and deal with that challenge? So I think one of the important things, and again, it comes down to that kind of the competing and what we see is kind of youth ministry. Um, it's so easy for, I guess, for me in my history to have thought, well, it needs to be about bringing the young people to what I'm doing. Um, but for me, the success really in youth ministry is whether the young people can take God to where they're going. Um, so I think that's kind of an important kind of mindset to kind of be in. Yeah, so just, just say that again, Johnny. That was really good. Say that, say that phrase one more time. That was great. Um, I think I said that it's so easy for me to have, in the past thought it's about me bringing the young people into what I'm doing rather than the young people taking God to where they're going. That's excellent. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, that's a really important mindset for us to kind of keep in mind um, in terms of where our young people are going um, because that's the success, I guess, for my youth ministry. My youth ministry is at the end of time, <laughs> are, are the young people that I've interacted with, are they going to stand the test of time? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really trying to think through at the moment and this is part of part of my journey and part of my exploration into to all this type of stuff is how do I be somebody who helps go with them where they go it's important for young people you know that they're going to be drawn off to wherever they go whatever they're called to in life you know we need great young people that rise up as politicians educators mm, doctors whatever it is we need we need young people that are going to rise up and say you know this is what God's called me to. They need yeah. to understand their calling. There's, there's too many young people, I guess, nowadays who you ask, what do you want to do? And there's this general wave that over the 12 years I've been working with them that that's going more and more towards, well, I don't know. <laughs> because, you know, there isn't the same opportunities out of university as what there was 15 years ago. You could go and do a degree and know you're going to get a job in that type of area. There's not that nowadays. Um, so I think, you know, it's it's just really important to, to, to think where where are they going um, and how can I be a part of that and to to release them almost to do that but but to know that they've always got a base and yeah. they've always got a set of people that still care about them and I think that's part of the, the process that I'm going through with my team uh, in Chorley and, and we're trying to kind of explore some of those those concepts really not saying I've got the answers not yeah. saying that I know how that that fully works out in practice but that's kind of the mindset that I'm trying to to work to and trying to equip us to so that as we release the young people to go off to do their things, to fulfill their calling, they need to know that there's still people that care about them yeah. and that are behind them, that want to see them ach- achieve what they, they can achieve and what God's calling them to. Yeah. So so are there any sort of strategic approaches that, that you take um, in a small town context to to with young people? Yeah, I think that's that's uh, really interesting. The from, from our context, one that I would say that's uh, on the way to... Uh, fruition at the moment is probably 
about five, six years ago, we really heavily invested into kids' work, and we've got two great kids' workers that head up all the, the kids' work at Chorley. Um, we invested as a leadership team into that um, with, with resource and finance, and now we've got a large kids' work. Um, so the kids' work's on a Sunday. Is at 70 to 80 kind of kids. We're struggling for space. We're having to do a second build. We, we, we did an extension to our main worship hall about two years ago now, and now we're having to build a secondary hall on the back. Um, we've got no youth where for the youth to currently meet on a Sunday morning. So we're in the pastor's office uh, on a Sunday morning with the, the nine or so that we're working with on Sunday mornings. But the kids' work is a strategy because what you do when you invest into kids is that eventually they grow up into youth. So we know that these young people uh, that uh, are coming up through the kids' work are going to land on our doorstep in th- throughout the course of the next five to ten years. This is, this is brilliant, Johnny. And I don't want our listeners to, to, to miss this because you're modelling something there which is so countercultural, because we are in a world which is now, 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 instant, instant. Um, we do something now and we get back now. Um, we do an assembly and next week people come to the youth, youth club. But you're, you're sowing and, and reaping there. You're, you're, you're modeling something of that slow, long burning, uh, laying you know the, the the seeds watering the seeds through children's ministry because you know strategically and you know you're not playing a five-year ten-year game there like down the line you're going to have the flourishing youth ministry that's just so we i don't know anyone who's thinking and playing that long game tell me something about how you've worked out that strategy and how you as a youth leader have worked intimately with your children's team leaders to 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 play that strategically as part of a larger whole and not as two distinct kind of separate ministries how have you done that how have you worked together strategically so um currently at the moment with the challenges we've got with space and things like that um and i said we're working um in the the pastor's office at the moment is uh, the senior pastor's office um we've back in september we kind of had the first group of young people coming through from the kids work um and what we did we thought where we didn't have a, a youth ministry on a Sunday morning because of the space challenges previously. We thought we really need to capitalise on this group that are coming up through. So we've gone to, uh, we, we in September when they came up, we we straight away hit them with a youth alpha. Um, so between September to Christmas, they ran a youth alpha course, that group that first came up. Now we've gone to an every other week uh, Sunday morning event. So we're working with that group that have come up from the kids' work that are used, used to going out week in, week out, to actually bring them into, um, rather than just chuck them straight into the main adult service, which the older group of youth who weren't a part of the kids' work uh, are in, they're in the main service. We're working with them now on Sunday mornings as well to continue that momentum, but also help them feel that there's there's a change and there's a transition into the youth. So we're every other week now on a Sunday with the mindset that one week we're all together upstairs, the nine or so that have come up, uh, and then the o- other week, they've got opportunity to actually go and serve and get involved within church within a team on the, o- on the opposite week. So that so you said some stuff there, which is is really helpful about managing the transition. But I guess what I'm also really interested in is to hear how you worked together, because I think in church life we can get into silos, can't we? So the senior pastor does the adults, the children's team do the kids, yeah, and the youth team does the youth, and we just let each other get on with that. But I think you're modeling something here, Joe. I really want to draw this out because I think this is crucial stuff where you have as a team 
of senior pastor, youth leader, children's leaders. You've worked on a holistic strategy that goes beyond the borders of your specific ministries. Mm. So my most specific question is, how did you do that? How did you work together as a team, senior leadership team, kids team, youth team? How did, how did that happen? How did you work together to form that long-term strategy? Yeah, so I think the strategy ultimately came from the leaders and the, the eldership in terms of where the investment would go. Um, and and it always does come down to a church. It's where where you're going to invest. Um, so you know, finance has been invested in as a church. So that you know, that's one one thing that's important to to know. It's not, it doesn't just happen. It, you've got to you've got to whatever you choose to invest in, you have to take a leap of faith at times to actually make that happen. Um, so we invested into it, and kind of I, I think for me as as part of the youth, and I know for the children's workers um, looking at at the youth. Uh, as well is there's a genuine sense that I want the children's workers that we've got our church to do well and I want to see them thrive in what they do and I know that those children's the children's workers we've got Martin and Emma I know they want to see me do well um, in what I'm doing in the team mm-hmm. that I'm putting in for the youth so I think it's what I'm saying about the uh, one of the unique challenges I guess uh, or one of the challenges we've got but one of the advantages of being a town at times is where in maybe cities you get kind of maybe a disengagement with the the categories of church because it's a lot larger and you have to it's maybe more performance event driven um things what we're really modeling i guess at, at where we are is that kind of holistic approach to actually we're all part of the same church our events are kind of thinking how do we transition people through the whole life of discipleship oh, um and that, that, that's something that, you know, I, I want to see them do well. I want them to do well just because that I, ca- I care that they do well, not just because I want to see the youth do well in five or ten years' time. I genuinely want to see our kids impacted for God and moving forward in what their calling is going to be in life. Uh, and I know, I know that's the same across the whole of the church. Fantastic. All right. Maybe, maybe just one more question then to explore. Um, and, and that's this. Are there challenges in a small town context around getting team? Okay, so, and particularly in terms of team, I'm thinking about that investment in young leaders because you said it's transient, people don't stick around. They start, you know, they're in year 11, year 12, 13. They're dreaming about what's next. They're going off to town. So are there challenges around building a team, a youth team around you of both volunteers from the church, but also that investment in young leaders who are coming through but they're going. How how do you do that? What are the challenges? How have you managed those challenges? Ma- massively, I think um, the the challenges that they you feel like you can invest for kind of four or five years into young people, um, and then once their minds uh, set changes over to university and that that you feel like all that investment's gone, um, or that it's you, that resource is suddenly is suddenly taken away from you. But um, again, I come back to kind of the reason why we why we do that um and that is that is a long-term mindset and not one that can can only be for for the now the the thing that's important with team i think is to realize that um in our situation uh, in the in-town context is that our young people just need people that are willing to to journey through life and the ups and downs with them and that's very much the thing that that i try and put on out out to my youth team is not one of um loads of expectation in terms of you have to do event after event after event and driving them but more one is your heart for our young people is your heart to get alongside young people is your heart to 
um, you know, when a young person's struggling to get alongside them and, and, and you know, help them to to get back on track or whatever they whatever support they need is your heart for them. And that I think that's that's maybe a bit different to kind of presentational style church and the leadership you need from upfront charismatic type um events. Um it's it's a different mindset altogether. But that's for me what I look for and that for me speaks volumes into the young people that we're we're building. Uh, I I'm really interested to talk about something here just briefly, uh Johnny. Um because I'm doing youth ministry in small, obviously I come overseeing in Serious for God and, you know, get that kind of broad uh, national picture, but I'm a you know, voluntary youth leader at, at the Source Church, small town Malvern. Um, and we may be doing something, I don't know if it counters what you're saying necessarily, um, but I think it's uh, we've something that we've used to our advantage in, in, in contrast to say what you'd be able to do, Dustin, in... in a city church which is this we've we've really gone um for excellence in terms of the presentation of what we do so we've made our venue space look and feel great and uh our night i think is pretty slick in terms of how it runs now do that in a city church and it's just like that's that's what they get anywhere they go uh, you know, or an urban context, you know, uh, where, where, wherever you go, it, it's no surprises. But for the kids here in Malvern, they've never experienced anything like it. It's like a different world. Um, uh, and, and, and so we've been able to use that. We have both the stuff that you're talking about, which is that because it's small town context, we have all of that stuff and we're able to uh, build that relationship really closely and journey with them and all the stuff that you're saying, the advantages. But we've actually been able to use use that side to our advantage as well because they come in and they feel like, wow, what's this? I've never seen anything like this. You know what I mean? Not in, not in Malvern. I've had to travel to Birmingham and go to a gig or whatever. And that, the strength of presentation and the kind of excellence that we've done our best to work into our program has actually proved to be a real hook for the kind of small town context that we're working in. Is that different to how you work? your stuff or have you done something similar to that or tell me about that i think i think that's where um small town context is uh, interesting because it will i think outplay differently in different places and i don't think there's you know people listening to this there's not one size fits all yeah. um type, type approach it's not that this is just just my experience of, of the context in where where we are and um yeah i mean i've tr- we've, we've tried going kind of more presentational before um and found that we can put on a night and then only two or three of them will come okay. and then we'll do something at you know a house and all of a sudden you've got loads of them and they just l- i think the group that we've worked with more so recently they've just enjoyed that togetherness um social aspect yeah. so sometimes we'll if we we do a trip and it's to a coffee shop that's more <laughs> that seems to be more successful for us um than trying to put on an event and try and get them to come to an event um i mean there's 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 been times we, we went through a real uh, spell a while ago of giving the young people opportunity and again this kind of comes back to this kind of context of giving them uh, three minute messages that they could do um so they would actually come and prepare part okay. of the talk that night and that was that was a great thing kind of in our context that we we found really helped give opportunity to our young people and, and help them grow a bit through through their faith as well they would each bring something to a night and we'd we'd uh, we'd yeah. do oh that's good and i guess that's something you can't do as much in a city context not everyone can have a go 
because it's it's bigger it's broader that you can do in a small town context and a, a smaller because you know you can give everyone that opportunity would that be fair dustin yeah yeah well one of the things like you you share certain things and i'm like yeah that would work for us and i'm like that just would never work for us and i think there are certain things approaches that are standard that that you do within your context but there are different things and i think you gauge it off of the young people that you have there's certain young people that they might not want to be there might not be social butterflies. So the presentation, all that stuff with this is where you focus at, you know, we have our band or we do whatever it is we do, our media stuff. So they're focused on something. Um, well, we've had groups like that. So that's when that sort of uh, presentation of the gospel, whatever it is we're doing, um, would eliminate certain times of long periods of social time. But then there were young people we've had before. We had a season where there were young people who didn't want any of that stuff. We just want to talk. Like, you know, good, strong Christian teenagers, but they want to do that. They want limited time because they just want to, they, they almost would prefer to have been in a house, which is weird. Um, so I think, yeah, I, I think you said something that I, that I firmly believe in of one size doesn't fit all. There are, there are standard approaches that I think as a city that we do events for us will bring the masses, you know, it will bring all different types of young people out. Um, but I think in discipling or, or building community, which is still important, even though we're in a city, we still need to be, build community because that's important to God. Um, and, and we still need to do some of those approach or we need to try to do some of those approaches that I think, uh, that come easy for a, a small town, you know, context just to say, oh, we're meeting in the house. They would prefer it. Well, for us, it might be challenging, but we need to try to do that to um you know build some community um but yeah before we wrap up if 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 you can leave us if you can leave, leave the listeners with with one thing that is important that's crucial with doing uh youth ministry in a small town context what would that be i think it's important to um appreciate what god's given you um is probably the the most important thing um not to feel that you have to compete um definitely that you have to be um, what you're not, uh, I guess going back to what we were just saying before, um, there's probably things that we could learn as a, as a group of youth leaders at Chorley about presentational style, but I would say that's probably not our strength at the moment as a team. So we work with what we've got, um, and we work with the young people that we've got for that season. There are challenges about them moving on, um, but the mindset has to be do the best with what God has given me and do the best to serve those that God's entrusted. Um, and if that grows, great, but let's build for quality, not just quantity in, in these situations, um, but brilliant. pray that God will entrust us with more as time goes on. Yeah, God's given you the young people that you've got, the resources you've got, and the gifts that you've got for a reason. So work with what you've got, not with what you haven't got. Yeah. And if God, you only need a little for God to do a lot in your life, don't you? So um, fantastic. Johnny, thank you so much no, uh, for you. joining us on the Serious for God Leadership podcast today. We really appreciate your insights and we hope that uh, some of the things that you've said, some of the things we've discussed are going to be really helpful to our youth leaders out there working uh, in that context of a small town. Thanks, Johnny. Great. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Serious for God Leadership podcast. We want to make sure that this podcast is tackling the issues that affect you in youth ministry. So email us, info at seriousforgod.co.uk and tell us what you want us to talk about. And please remember to subscribe through iTunes or however you get your podcast. And stay in touch with Serious for God on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, we're Serious for God. Instagram, Serious for God, Elim. And YouTube, Serious for God, UK. 
see you next time.